Hi, welcome to another episode of Touching the King. This is your girl, Cliche. I hope all is well with you. I hope that God is blessing you. I hope that God is continually revealing himself to you and that the hand of God is moving in your life. Amen. Today, we're going to be coming from Luke chapter... It sounded like I said Luke, didn't it? No. Luke chapter 15, verses 26 through 30. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brother and sister, yea, in his own life also he cannot be my disciple. And whosoever doeth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost whether ye have sufficient to finish? Lest happily after he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish it, all that behold it began to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. <clears throat> so first thing I want to say is whatever you start, do not stop. Keep going. That's the very first thing I want to say. Amen. Alright. When you start something and you get committed to it, stick with it. You have people that are watching. And I'm not telling you to stick with it because of the people. But overall, you really want to stick with it for yourself because it's a bigger reward. It's a bigger reward when you see yourself committed to something versus you changing. Because a lot of changing equals a lot of, you know, aggravation. We like consistency. We like faithfulness. That's why we love the Lord because of his faithfulness, his dedication to us, his loyalty to us, his commitment to us. We like stability. We don't like things that change that much. You know, I mean, we like change to a certain degree, but there's just some things that we want consistency in. And the thing that you do daily is something that you want consistency consistency in. Okay. So earlier when I was reading the scripture, um, I saw the word disciple, right? And I wanted to know the root word of it. And as I was looking at the root word, disciple is, I was thinking to myself, wow, it looked a whole lot like discipline. So discipline and disciple actually come from the same root word, disciples, which means student. So every day we are to be a student of what we're dedicated to. Mm, every day we are to be a student. Every day represents the discipline because you are supposed to have discipline every single day. Disciple is being a student of whoever is leading you. So a disciple is a person, a personal follower of Jesus Christ. That's what a disciple is, a personal follower of Jesus Christ. So you're a student of Jesus Christ. And discipline is the practice of training people to obey rules and to, or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. So, 
you're still being a student. When you're living a disciplined life, you're being a student of what you were taught to do on the daily concerning, you know, code of behavior and obeying rules, right? Well, again, as a child of God, we are both to be a disciple and to be disciplined disciples. All right? I believe God tells us exactly what he, what God tells us exactly what it would cost to follow after him. And just like an athlete, a cook, a mom, a dad, anybody, when you love something, there are things you have to give up for the things that you love. People that play sports, when they want to be on the football team, basketball team, or, you know, whatever team. If they require you to have a specific diet for you to be on that team, you're going to stick to that diet. If they want you to perform at this level, and the only way to perform at this level is by sticking to that diet, guess what? For them to be on the team and for them to perform, like, what is the what is the requirement of that? They have to live a disciplined lifestyle to be able to feel, fulfill that standard. All right? And it's the same thing with being a parent. You have to live a disciplined life. Why? Because you got to take into the fact of you're not only caring for yourself, but you are caring for another or others' lives. So you have to be disciplined in your spending habits. You got to be disciplined in what you do on the daily because what you do affects another. And, you know... You're responsible for them. So, really, you have to count up the cost when you make decisions of commitment. And it's not a surprise that when we choose to commit to Christ, there are requirements or there's a standard or expectation. He say, hey, you love me, you got to put me above all things. Put me before everything. That's a requirement. And I'm not saying you can't have your own personal things that you want to do. Yes, you can. But you got to filter it through the word. Now, I mean, everybody might have different goals as Christians or as men and women of God. You might have different goals. But each goal should still be filtered through the word of God. Okay? I'm not saying you can't have your uniqueness to it. But there is a standard. There is a code. And what you have to do it by to still present yourself as a child of God. You're just not going to do anything in your kind of way. Right? If that was the case, why are you considered set apart? You know, we're children of God are set apart. For, you know, we do things differently. We do things in the spirit of excellence. We do things as unto the Lord. So you just don't do them any old kind of way. And whatever you do, do it unto the Lord. Stay committed. Present it before God. Let God be proud of it. 
you know how like you know you used to get perfect attendance at the assemblies in school or you get AB on the road and they call your name up there you'd be so happy you grab your little certificate and you smiling all hard with a picture like jeez and your parent out there and you're like look you know you don't say it but you think it like yeah mom I did it you know or yeah daddy I did it see me you know it's the same thing with God like he's your parents sitting out there watching and you know you holding your certificate look lord I did it jeez you know <laughs> I mean he's your father so you should have that same attitude in whatever you do you know do it to make him proud do it to make him happy and if it requires you to let some things go like I said earlier if if you have a student that aspire to be like Michael Jordan and he reads the biography on what Michael Jordan did to become who he is today and that student start to practice those disciplines those daily activities that Michael Jordan did you can't say that a child is not going to be like Michael Jordan he's going to be very well just like him because he is practicing those disciplines and you are what you repeatedly do I mean, hey, that's the old saying I heard. I don't even think that's in the Bible, but I mean, if so, I haven't found it yet. Y'all can let me know. But it says you are, I mean, not not the Bible, but I hear the saying saying you are what you repeatedly do. But I did read in um, Proverbs, what was it? Proverbs chapter 20. I think it was 20. Where it said... Excuse me. Mm-hmm. A child is known for what it does. Um, I think it was 20. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Yeah. Proverbs 20, chapter 20, verse 11. Even a child is known by his doings. Whether his work be pure or whether it be right. So what you do, that's what you're known by. And how well you do it. So whatever you put your hands to, first of all, I want to tell you, don't give up on it. Don't give up on it. Stay committed to it. And do it as unto the Lord in the spirit of excellency. Why? Because that's what you're going to be known for doing. When you start something, don't finish. Because guess what? People are going to be watching. You don't want to give them. You, first of all, the Bible tells us that God does not like being mocked. And we are made in the likeness and image of God. So therefore, I know you don't like being mocked. So keep going. Get better at it. Get better at it. Don't give up on it. And don't do it for people. Do it for you. Because the reason you started it was for you anyway. Amen. If it brings you joy, brings you happiness. You know, bakers don't bake for people. They bake because they like to bake. And the fact that they love to bake, now they want to be able to bless people with their creation. Okay? But their initial reason for baking is because they love to bake. Not because they want to show or, you know. No, it was in their heart. And because it was in their heart, now they can bless people with what was in their heart. Amen? So, I hope everyone has a blessed day. I hope something I said has encouraged you in the name of Jesus. Remember, be vigilant, stay in prayer, 
and watch the hand of God move in your life. Do not give up. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep pushing. Um, become better. Become better. Not for others, but for you. For you. Finish what you start. All right. Bye. Love you. Have a blessed day. Mwah.